What's going on, guys? Welcome to the iHealth Podcast, where like-minded individuals discuss about hot topics, all related to rehab, fitness, and business. Today, I have Maria, Dr. Maria Cuomo with me, one of my uh, favorite therapists. Um, so, Maria, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, introduce yourself, who you are, and what's your position at Iron Health. Hey, guys. So, um, I am the clinical director of Iron Health. So, I oversee day-to-day activities and um, I treat patients as well, but basically more in the managerial position here at IH. Well, so um, well, tell me a little bit about your past. So I know that you worked at a previous clinic. Why'd you leave that clinic? We'll, we'll not mention names here. No. So um, I worked for another, uh, worked as a director at another clinic. And during that time, I was the only person working in that clinic. And I was seeing three or four patients an hour without really much assistance at all. So um, other than the day-to-day activities, I was just seeing tons of patients, um, really not getting to spend too much time with them. So just knowing from my education and where I come from, like as a person, I became a PT to be able to spend time with my patients. Uh, So I found Iron Health um, because it's one, we're one-on-one with our patients for 40 minutes and we, we don't have any aids or assistance, but it's 40 minutes is a great time to be able to spend with your patients one-on-one. Nice. So that kind of falls into the category. Like, were you, did you go right into that after you graduated or were you like going from different jobs? Was that like straight, like you went there and then you grew as a clinical director? So I used to work for a very big hospital-based clinic um, in Westchester. And with that, I got to work with patients one-on-one for 30 minutes. Um, but when their 30 minutes was up, they were, they were out the door. So if someone could tolerate longer than 30 minutes, I really didn't have the option to work with them much longer. Right. Um, and as a clinician and just like quality care and like having a more active population yeah yeah, having more of an active population who can tolerate more than 30 minutes um i was looking for an environment that would give me the flexibility to see people for longer cool nice so that kind of that brings up the 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 question like should people know about pt mills and what is pt mills yeah so at least in the new york area there are a lot of there like a lot of PT clinics that definitely see three to four patients an hour and they'll book on every 15 minutes. So you're overlapping with patients constantly. Um, In this scenario, you really don't get to spend a ton of time with your patient. And a lot of times you're telling them to do X, Y, and Z. um, And you give them, do three sets of uh, 10 reps and then you walk away. So you don't really get to spend time watching the quality of their motion, really knowing if they're able to progress from whatever weight or resistance you have them at now. Um, And then in that scenario, as far as progress goes, I just feel like that impedes their progress. So they end up staying on program longer um, and, potentially not fulfilling the uh, rehab potential that they're looking for. Yeah. Cool. So like that kind of like the quality of health, like goes down the drain with that Yeah. kind of yeah. style of PT. Now, what, like, do you think that, you know, coming straight out of fresh out of like PT school, you know, should PT students, you know, know about this or like, I feel like that can affect um, the way they grow as a doctor in physical therapy. Like, I mean, I feel like most of us, most of you guys, uh, most of the doctors here have gone through those mills and ex- like gained experience and became the doctor they are now, as opposed to like, all right, let me just go somewhere else where it's one on one. Do you think there's like a 
you know, two road kind of section where people may learn more experience rather than doing like one-on-one and yeah. learn slower. Well, I think overall, like having that experience, I think in New York, it's almost unavoidable, honestly, right. to, to avoid that, that scenario either as a student or as a new clinician, because they're usually the bigger clinics who hire new grads. And as a newer therapist, it's kind of nice to see the volume um, because you get familiar with many different types of diagnoses, um, things that you might not see like as quickly. You definitely see when you're, when you have more volume, um, especially in a hospital based setting. Uh, But overall, I think that's, we tend to attract physical therapists who have had that experience in the past and are looking to, um, improve quality of care overall and we attract physical therapists who enjoy spending time with their patients um really building a rapport building a relationship getting them to the next level uh returning them to their sports and like even going to see their games like that's something when you're seeing maybe like 25 patients a day you can't build that type of relationship that's true so you're saying like for experience kind of indulge yourself into that no yeah i think there's something i i think but you know, you have to have that mindset where you're going to get something out of anything that you do. Right. And yeah, if you true. go into it knowing what you're going to get out of it, you will get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as being able to progress your patients and actually being able to spend time, even during an evaluation, um, having an hour to do an evaluation is like some, some somewhat unheard of in different scenarios. So mm-hmm. having an hour to actually start treatment with the patient, um, which is what we have, is like, very helpful yeah because I, f- I see like a pattern with most of our therapists here except for joe i don't know if he has ever told me like everyone comes out of school and they go into this either hospital environment or like you know clinics that do like three patients an hour and they learn from that and they're like all right i'm tired of this i mm-hmm. want to give quality care and be with my patient for the hour or 40 minutes whatever a lot of time they have and actually connect with them yeah, then, yeah absolutely right? Yeah, and, and we do have um, therapists that haven't been practicing as long as we have who have seen that right away. And honestly, that's going to be, for them, yeah. a, a better way to – not a better way, but, like, a different way to start your career. Yeah, because I, like, I feel like as we build our, our culture here and grow, um, we'll, weed, we'll definitely weed out people who want to look for that kind of – like, patient-wise. Like, patients should know, you know, what kind of – what kind of clinic are we? Yeah. So most patients like the hospital clinic setting, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it de- sometimes you'll get someone who says, my doctor says that to go here, so I go here. Oh, yeah, that's then true. That, yeah. I think that is happens in hospital-based scenarios more often. Um, and for us, like we really attract people who hear from their spouse or their friend that, oh, yeah, Iron Health mouth. really helped me. Um, yeah. And like you got to go to them because they spend time with their patients, you know? Yeah, I think that's where like, healthcare kind of falls like as far as quality like oh just go to this place and most patients don't even think twice like all right i'm gonna just go here yeah i I do think everyone should evaluate where they're going before they even start and that's why we offer discovery visits for patients who might be on the fence um that don't really know about us because we have three clinics and we're kind of newer in general we're 10x and yes Westchester. (laughs) um Yeah. So, um, so that brings the question. So, um, the difference between mill versus one-on-one as, as far as like, you know, patient increasing in patient engagement, like being connected with them, 
like I feel like for us we're less of a doctor's office and more of a home when people come to us. I mean, I've volunteered at a at a, a you know regular PT clinic where people are people who aren't you know familiar with the fitness industry or no have any background like that, and they work with patients after. Um, yep, that's the phone call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, so um, what was I saying? So they work with patients. Obviously, after they're done with the PTs, they work with patients. Um, uh, PTAs who aren't familiar with fitness background and then I feel like you know that culture is kind of outdated do you, do you, do you think like will that'll expire soon you know that kind of care will go will be gone or something like that near in the future or like I do I, I don't know if that side of things will will change much especially as healthcare is growing like turning into basically the bigger institutions are taking over the smaller institutions overall. Right. But I do think that's where the value in someone like us, like a company like ours makes, right. will, will kind of shine because not everybody is going to want to go to a place where they're in a room with 20 other people getting therapy. They're going to want to go somewhere where you can be one-on-one yeah. um, with your therapist and, and really work on your individualized goals and get you better. Yeah, I and mean, I think that's kind of crazy. Like you, have you ever seen that kind of facility where they have just a room for you and your your? I've patient? seen I've seen several. I've worked in mostly open environments. I've and it's like, it's like super awkward. A lot of times, it like you're like two inches away from the person next to you, <laughs> um, and, and patients you you actually start to weed out some patients who don't feel comfortable in that environment that yeah. want a little bit more space. So and that's just things get awkward if you guys don't connect instantly, like. And that person just stays with you and he's like, yeah, just do whatever. I don't know. I feel like that environment is just like very old school. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that's like when people walk into Iron House and they see a squat rack and they see a a physical therapy clinic that definitely looks more like a gym rather than a hospital. um, That does set us apart as well. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely not a stim and a ice kind of, even though we have that, we just don't use that like yeah. at any other clinic, mm-hmm. which is so funny. There's we've, no fillers. Exactly, yeah. We've had people call like, oh, do you guys have stim and ice and ultrasound? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's definitely um, the difference, you know, patients will pick. Um, so what what is your, uh, you know, outlook on PT as far as health care? You know, like, will you think it'll change down the line or do you think like we'll still be the underdog, like, like with one-on-one i think we'll still stand out overall um just the way business goes and how insurance goes as well um but i hope to see more places like us that have the mindset of overall health and like a full picture of what a what a person needs to be able to do um and i think like as far as pt goes us as practitioners having that doctorate should make a difference overall and like that direct yeah. access and being able to see patients without prescriptions yeah. um, will make a huge difference in the long run. Right yeah. now, I think we're in this transition period while, where people still rely on going to their PCP yeah. or their ortho to get a musculoskeletal diagnosis um, and rely on x-rays and MRIs that, you know, like if you're over a certain age, there's going to be some degree of, degeneration or something going on in there doesn't mean it's like exactly what you're feeling or doing or limiting you so um coming at it from 
a holistic type of approach and Mm -hmm. being very clinical, being very hands-on and evaluative with, with patients is um, important and should hopefully start to be more of what you see rather than the hidden gem. Yeah, that's true. I feel like this will definitely expand in the near future and be like, right. The quality of care. If you have like a muscular injury, like go here, like don't, it's like a funnel, you know, how, how it used to be like, you go to your physician and then physician will be like, go to PT or get an MRI and then go to PT, put like the middleman out. But yeah. Yeah. We're moving that direction for sure. But, um, it's definitely not quite there yet. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause I got a call the other day. Someone called, Oh, like I want to book an appointment and I booked the appointment and they called back like within minutes. Do you think I should get an MRI or an X-ray? And it's just like, um, you know, I can't really say no, you know, just like the best bet is to come in and, you know, sit with your doctor and, and see what they say, you know, what's their opinion on like MRIs or if it's even necessary. This is why we have discovery visits exactly, too. Exactly. Because yeah. many times our front desk will take calls with questions such as this. And yeah. um, a lot of PT facilities don't have that opportunity for you to actually come in, meet us, talk to us for a few minutes, bounce some ideas off of us. If, you know, if we can, depending on the diagnosis or the situation, running right. through a few uh, like prelim testing screening to let you know, like, Oh, is it like a, a situation where you definitely need to be, you know, going to your doctor right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's within our scope of practice to refer you. Uh, but it's also within our scope of practice to treat patients um, without a prescription if yeah. they don't come up with any red flags. So. Yeah, perfect. And then one last question um, before I let you go and walk, Stella. Um, <laughs> so what's uh, what do you think about telehealth and mobile PT? Because I know that you used to do, um, what was it, care at home? Home care. Home care, yeah. yeah. So... I think uh, as far as like mobile PT and telehealth with technology evolving, there's going to be ways to make our job easier and we're definitely more accessible. And for like our home exercise programs, we set it up so that patients can access them via an app online um, and have it via email versus giving them a paper copy and then them losing it two seconds later. (laughs) So um, that's definitely helped us overall and it makes compliance better. And I think uh, to some degree, maybe we can do some screenings over phone or, you know, maybe like via video chat. But I think PT is always a hands-on experience. So to get the actual diagnosis and progressions, it has, the patient has to be in front of you. Yeah. So that kind of like fluctuates with the quality. You can't really be there to do manual, to be like, all right, this is what you need or like connect psychologically too, which yeah. is important. Yeah. And yeah. just um, like our patients have our emails. So definitely like telehealth and mobile PT, like it's there. Like we have that concierge type of feel here yeah. where my patients will email me and like, let me know how they're doing and like, or tell me like run a question by me. Should I be doing this exercise? Like it came up during a workout type of situation and we're available for them. Um, but again, like when things go a little bit too far, I'll be like, okay, and like now it's time for you to come in again yeah, type of right. situation. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you so much, Maria, for hopping on this uh, podcast. Uh, uh, again, guys, if you guys like this podcast, you know, share with a friend, follow us on Instagram, follow us, follow us on YouTube. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. Have a good night.